Hi, I'm Tina Smith, and welcome to the Sunday edition of Raising Kids on Your Knees. This edition is called The Weekly Arrow. The Weekly Arrow is your introduction to our prayer sheet and daily devotions, which run Monday through Friday. I invite you to spend the next few minutes preparing to pray and parent life into the lives of your children this week. Welcome back to the podcast. This podcast is being sponsored by the Raising Kids on Your Knees Rest, Refresh, Renew Retreat right here in Asheville, North Carolina. It is going to be held on March 27th through the 29th, 2020. Registration is open. I will put a link in the show notes so that you can head over there, check out what it's all about. We would love to have you and I would love to meet you. I hope you're enjoying our series on who we are Last week, we talked about our part of our identity is being accepted by the God of the universe. I hope you had a chance to go listen to that. It is amazing when we can start processing that we are completely 100% unconditionally accepted by God. Today, this week, we're going to talk about how we are significant to God. This was probably one of the biggest areas that really changed who I thought, what I thought about myself and who I am and really gave me a different outlook on um, my own self-esteem and worth and value. We, um, when we're spiritually dead in our sin, we have a very poor sense of our worth. Unfortunately, as a child of God, we still believe the lies of the enemy that tell us what our worth and value are. And in this society and our um, culture these days, worth and value comes from so many things. It comes from our looks. It comes from the clothes we wear. It comes from the cars we drive, the houses we live in, the jobs we have. There are so many things in this world that dictate our worth and value. When as a child of God, our worth and value comes from what the Bible says God sees us as. It's, it's the worth and value, the significance that he sees in our lives. The truth is when we become spiritually alive in Christ, our sense of worth and value comes from all of that, from who we are as a child of God and our growth and our relationship with him. But we tend to make poor choices. At least I did. I made some really poor choices. Um, and we made we made them either before coming to know to Christ or after we walked around with guilt and shame and we feel completely and utterly insignificant. When we begin to believe the truth of the Bible about our significance in Christ, one of the greatest, it's one of the greatest self-esteem programs I've ever known. And when you grasp that and then you you feed that to your children, you feed them the truth, that's going to change everything for them. When we begin to believe and realize our significance in Christ, we're going to walk with our heads lifted high and our children are too. So as we get started this week, there's going to be five things that I'm going to be sharing in the devotionals. And I hope you're you're subscribed to the prayer tribe so that you're getting these devotionals. We go a little bit deeper in the devotionals than we do in the weekly arrow. One of the first things that I want to talk to you about is how we are the salt of the earth. It says in Matthew 5.13 that you are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. Here's some interesting facts that I read about salt. Salt, when it's kept dry, it maintains its saltiness 
indefinitely. But when salt gets watered down, it will lose its saltiness. And then when it's dried again, it only has an appearance of salt, but it has no more flavor. It's absolutely worthless. So let's think about that. As we are the salt of the earth, as a child of God, there is nothing we can do that will make ourselves saltier, but we can become watered down by the world and the environment around us. When we allow the world to influence us, we become worthless salt that can't, it can't change the flavor of the environment around us. We have to be intentional. We have to be intentional about our Bible time and our prayer time. We and our children are sure to change the environment around us when we're walking with Jesus, when we're maintaining our saltiness. We are a significant part of God's plan for those around us when we're salty. So my question would be, have you allowed the world to water down your saltiness as a child of God? Here's another thing. We are completely chosen by God. God chose you. Here's what John 15, 16 says. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. We think we're the ones who choose God, and in some ways we do. He's sovereign. He knows whether we will or not, but the Bible says he chose us. His choosing us is his promise that he will be with us throughout the process of producing lasting fruit. Let's think about that. Being chosen to play. Think about being on a team. If you're chosen to play on that team, then the one doing the choosing, which is usually the coach, knows that you have the capability to do everything he wants you to do on that team. He chooses you. It's not any different with Jesus. He knows exactly what he's created you for, and he has chosen you to do that. The more we walk with him, the things we ask for, And the same things God desires. As we walk with him, we're going to desire those things that God desires. We are a significant part of God's life. And we're a significant part of his plan here on earth. He's chosen us to produce that lasting fruit. How cool is that? Do you live as though you are a significant and chosen one of God? Here's the other. This is super cool because this changes everything. Have you ever, you you see these things all the time and you see good guy on one shoulder, bad guy on the other. And it's like, you're, you're kind of caught in this tug of war between good and evil. That is a lie from the enemy. He would love for you to think that he has that much power in your life. But here's the truth. Let me share with you the truth of the word. Ephesians 2 16 says, for he raised us up from the dead, along with Christ, and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. Check this out. Because you are a child of God, the battlefield is no longer horizontal. It is a vertical battlefield. It's a vertical chain of command. We are seated in Christ in the heavenlies, with everything else under our feet. The only power that the enemy has over us is the power that we give him. We fight from a position 
of victory because of what Jesus did on the cross. He defeated Satan and he raised us up with himself. Because of our position in Christ, we are significant. Do you live that way? Do you live as though you're seated with Christ in the heavenly realms at the right hand of the Father? And in the power that comes with your position in Christ, I hope you are because that's where the victory is. You know what? Here's the other cool thing. We are God's masterpiece. In Ephesians 2.10, it says we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. God planned good works for us to do before the foundation of the earth, before he, before we even came to know him, he had already planned that out. We're not an afterthought, but we're a very much loved and chosen child of the king who thought of us long before we were fearfully and wonderfully made by him. We're his masterpiece. You have a purpose. Don't miss this. You have a purpose and a calling that only you can fill. And if you don't fill that purpose and calling, there's no one to replace you. The fruit of your calling and your purpose is lost for eternity. How sad is that? I think erroneously, we think God will just, if I don't do my job for God, well, he just will replace me. You're not replaceable. You can't use this, that as an excuse to not walk in obedience to him. He has... A purpose for you. He has a plan for you. He's already designed it. And if you don't step into it, it's lost for all eternity. Paul tells us in Romans eleven twenty nine that the gifts and the calling of, that God has placed on our lives is irrevocable. It's irrevocable. So we need to get busy and allow God to prepare us for what he has prepared for us. Does it bother you to think that if you don't live out your purpose and calling in Christ, any fruit that would have been produced by you would be lost for eternity? That's enough to get me moving. And here is something I want to close out on. You are free to be bold. Ephesians 3.12 says, because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now boldly and confidently go into God's presence. Listen, I don't know about you. I have four kids. They don't mind coming boldly and confidently to me whenever they need something. Why is that? You know why? Because they are my children. They are familiar with me. They're secure in our relationship. And they know they hold a very significant role in my life. It's the same way with God. We're his children. He longs to hear our voice, just like we long to hear the voices of our children. He wants to hear from you today. He wants to love on you. He wants you to know that you are a significant child of his, and we're free to approach him with boldness and confidence. Do you come into God's presence boldly and confidently knowing that you are significant to him? You are significant. You are a child of God. He has a plan and a purpose for you. You can fight the battle because of your position in Jesus. I hope you're encouraged this week. Go and sign up for the prayer tribe. Catch the daily devotions. Don't forget to pray for your kids this week. These are the weeks where we start 
slacking on our New Year's resolutions. Don't let praying for your children be one of those things that you drop. Go to the website, download your prayer sheet for this week, pray in one accord. There's people all over the world that we're praying together in one accord with. I know it's going to impact generations and I know God's going to raise up a revival in the generations to come and we're going to be able to look back and it's going to be because of the prayers of the parents for those children. Have a great week. I will see you back here next week for the weekly arrow. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Have a great day. Thank you for joining me for this week's edition of the Weekly Arrow. To receive our daily devotions, as well as our free printable prayer sheet, simply go to the link in the show notes for RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe to the Prayer Tribe. We would love for you to join our growing global community of prayer warriors who are praying and parenting life into the lives of their children.